Hi there, and welcome to the show. In this episode, it's all about your big idea and knowing whether or not it'll make an impact before you invest the time and energy into bringing it into the world. Now, having said that, I know that just as well as you know that an idea in order to know whether it's going to make an impact it has to be implemented we have to execute on it however you know that takes time and money and energy which are all resources that we have to conserve and use wisely so I'm going to share with you four criteria that you can vet your idea before you even put the time and energy into it and you can get a good sense of whether it might have the potential to make an impact you know, when we talk about ideas, I always think of Buckminster Fuller, one of my heroes and one of my favorite people, you know, a great thinker, engineer, architect, all he was like a renaissance man. And every time I think about ideas, I always think of his famous quote, real wealth is ideas plus energy. I like it because it's simple and it's concise and it's really very true. You know, the ideas that come to us come out of the ether, like Thomas Edison talked about, and we have to choose which ideas to energize. You know, the ideas that come to you, you have to choose which one you're going to put your life force, your life energy into. Obviously, you can't put them into every idea. And let's face it, the human mind is always grabbing out of the grabbing out of that ether for ideas. Some of them aren't very great. Some of them are even at, at the far end of the spectrum, really harmful, right? But we want to make sure that the idea that we choose is really amazing, really awesome, and is the best use of our life force, our life energy, because that's that's our solid gold right there. That's everything we've got is in the life force. That's that's our PowerPoint. So these four criteria uh, are something that you can use each time you have an idea. You can say, hey, does it meet these criteria? And if it does, then you can move forward with a better a better sense of whether it's going to have an impact or not. So the first criteria that I like to look at is, do people want it? Is it, is it something people want and need? Now, a lot of times, and I've fallen guilty to this myself, and I think it's a constant practice, is that we get an idea that is um, for whatever thing, right? And we say, well, this is a good idea. I'm going to bring it into the world. And we don't vet it with that first criteria of, is this something people want? Super, super critical, right? Seasoned business people and, and marketers always know, hey, you got to start with the need or the want and then derive a product from that and, and solve that first rather than, and Seth Godin talks about this all the time, rather than coming up with, you know, coming up with a product and trying to sell it, find a need or a, uh, a problem and try to solve it, right? So I think it's really important for that to be step one is what need or problem do you see in the world that needs to be solved? And so once you satisfy that criteria, you can move on to step two or criteria two. And that is, are you the best one to solve it? Now, not everyone is well suited to solve every problem, right? And when we look at this step two in the criteria is, do you have a background in this specific area? And are you passionate about it? Do you have a lot of uh, drive and a, and a liking of it. Do you like it? And basically, you look at your history and you look at what you want to see done in the world, the projects you want to see done in the world, the things you want to see solved. You know, if you're really into the environment, you may may want to solve problems in environment. If you're really into uh, social 
matters or social injustice. Maybe you want to solve problems there. But basically, it, it you look at your environment and what you're passionate about. Because as we all know, there will be times during the fruition, bringing your idea to fruition, that you're going to want to stop. It's going to suck. It's going to... Um, it takes time to pull ideas from the ether and bring them into the real world. And it's can be a process, right? It can be not a very fun process sometimes. So you want to make sure that you ha- are that there's a strong enough liking of your of your idea and a strong enough passion for it that you don't get burned out. Because if you're not getting some meaning and some value from bringing your idea into the world, if you're just like a workhorse bringing ideas in that don't have that aren't really aligned with who you are, what you think, how you do how you do things in the world that don't give you something back then you're going to get burned out. We will all get burned out if we bring ideas into the world that aren't really for us, right? If if the idea isn't giving you something back, then that idea is for someone else and they need to bring it into the world. Because at the in the very best scenario, I think that your idea energizes you as much as you energize it, right? When we're talking about energizing ideas and bringing them into the real world. You get something out of it every time you put work and effort and time into it, and the idea gets further, you know, furthered along. So it becomes like a perpetual motion machine or a perpetual energy-making machine. You and your idea in this symbiotic relationship, bringing coming into the world. Right? Ideas need us to bring them into the world, and we need them in order to inspire us and push us forward. So that's number two. Are you the right person? to bring your idea in the world. And only you know that, right? This involves self-knowledge and introspection and looking at what what you're really about, what drives you, what you're passionate about, what your purpose and you feel your purpose is here in the world. And it, and it really uh, has to do with trusting your gut, going with the little voice that's inside of your head. So that's criteria number two. Three is, is it the right time to bring your idea into the world? Now, the short answer for this and the quick answer may be a little bit of a cop-out, but I'm going to say it anyway, is I believe it's always the right time to bring a good idea into the world. Now, having said that, could your idea be so far advanced that people will would never be able to like consciously wrap their mind around it? Absolutely, that's possible. But as a general rule, you know, people that are in the world right now in our time have share a lot of the same consciousness right and if you're just one of those persons that's so far advanced in your level of understanding and awareness maybe maybe all you need to do is like not dumb down your idea at all but but package it in a way that that someone with a very lower consciousness like the rest of us right can get right if you're so far advanced but i really do believe that if it's a good idea human beings will come up to that level right individuals push push culture and society and humanity forward with their ideas. Radical ideas, rather than dumbing them down, they we will rise to your level of idea. Let's just put it that way, right? So it that puts a lot on you because you've got to explain it to the rest of us. If it's like a, a stellar good idea, you've got to explain it to the rest of us in a way we get, right? If you're so far advanced, if your idea is so far advanced, the, the most... I guess the most popular example of this was the touch iPhone, at least in recent uh, history for most of us, was the touchscreen iPhone or when the iPhone first came out, right? It's a total touchscreen. There were no buttons. Totally far advanced. No one told Steve Jobs that I want a phone that doesn't have any buttons on it, that's totally touch. 
You know, he was he and his team were were pushing the boundaries and pushing the like um, limits of creativity and what people want. And guess what? We all came up to that. We rose up to that idea. And so that's what you have to do if you're thinking of bringing an idea that's totally radical in is package it in a way. And when I mean package it, I mean the marketing and the sales and the advertising in a way that people can really understand and help them realize that they want that idea, just like Steve Jobs did. So it can be a tall order, but I really do believe there's no bad ideas. There's only like a bad uh, explaining of the idea or implementing the idea into the marketplace. So step four is can you do it in the right way? And this kind of ties in with step three in the sense that, again, there's there's no bad, if an idea is good it, and it doesn't succeed, you either weren't the right person for it or it di- you didn't do it in the right way. I really believe that. And so the right way is delivering it to the market in the right fashion because this comes into the marketing, this comes into the advertising, and again, explaining that idea into the marketplace. So let, let's go over the four steps again. So the first step is, do people want it? These are the steps to understanding whether your idea will make a big impact. Number one is, do people want it? Is there a need? Number two is, are you the right person to bring that idea into the world and energize it? Number three is, is it the right time to energize that idea? And again, it's always the right time. And number four, can you energize your idea in the right way? So those four criteria should give you a better sense of whether you should put real time, real money, and real energy into your idea. Just takes a few minutes, right? Just a little bit of self-introspection, and you can save yourself a boatload of time down the road. And before I go, I want to also mention that, you know, I like to think of this of the uh, ideology that the idea, you know, you have an idea, and you may think it's something that you want to put your energy into, but the real question is, is asking yourself, is this idea worthy of my energy, right? Is it worthy of my time and my 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 resources? Because as human beings, we have uh, a limited time here on earth, and we have to be discriminating of what ideas we energize and bring into the world. So I really like to look at it that way of, is this project worthy of my time? Is it worthy of my energy? And it kind of flips the script because otherwise every single project's worthy of your of your time. And that's just not true, right? Otherwise you think that and it's just not true. So for the quote of the week, I'm going to be sharing uh, a little passage from this book. Of course, he, Donnie Deutsch, is the one of the kings of big ideas. He ran an advertising agency for many years and he also was the host of the CNBC show, The Big Idea. And this is a great little book all about how entrepreneurs can bring their big ideas into the world. And he kind of gives you structure and framework. But the quote slash passage of the week this week is going to be from this book. And he's talking about trusting your gut instinct when you have an idea and that a lot of it comes to from listening to that little voice inside of ourselves, the higher self, the wisdom within, the, the body knowledge, the soul knowledge. And here's what he says. He says, the same gut sense is important in business too. Yet so many people ignore the inner voice and end up trudging through their professional lives feeling unfulfilled instead of tuning into their hearts. They follow the cacophony of the chorus about what they're supposed to be doing or what is most prestigious 
or what is the safest path? Well, I have news for you. Prestigious jobs can be boring and soul-deadening, and the safest, most conventional route doesn't guarantee success, much less joy. So again, talking about listening to that little voice inside of ourselves and being somewhat of a contrarian in the world and not just doing what everyone else is doing and what we're supposed to be doing. Because again, back to that notion, individuals who step outside of the norm, they're the ones who push our our humanity forward and our culture forward. Doesn't really happen with uh, like group consciousness or groupthink. Doesn't happen that way because everyone's thinking alike. There's no new ideas, no big radical changes. So stepping outside of that, listening to the inner voice that each of us came in with, you know, you have an inner voice inside of you and are designed in a certain way to do certain things better than anyone else. And so it's really important to pay attention. Now, one of the guests he had on his show said this about trusting your gut. And here's what she said. She said, If you can imagine yourself in the future looking back and feeling sad that you didn't go for it, that's how you know you should do it. I like that. If you can imagine yourself in the future looking back and feeling sad you didn't go for it, that's how you know. And, you know, many people have talked about this, right? Don't die with your music still inside of you. It's really important to share whatever is inside of you and push it into into the world and make the world a better place. That's what we're all here for is right to do our work in the world to elevate consciousness and experience, enhance everyone's experience. So I hope that those four criteria give you a little bit of a a test you can do very easily and quickly to vet your idea before you put real time and energy into it. Hey, I really appreciate you for tuning in as always. And until next time, all the best, health, wealth, and success. Bye-bye.